Hey guys, Corey Frills here with the LTW Group. Uh, I have on with me today uh, Becky Price, Autumn Lane, Becca Ruckert, and Lisa Wiles. Um, yeah, so we're, we're going to do uh, our first podcast of the year. Um, I've been limited to three minutes, and my notes are don't be boring, market update piece. So I'm going to try and be quick. And, um, even though there's a lot I want to talk about, I'm super excited. Um, so we we had a really great run for mortgage bonds over the past month. Um, and probably the first time since rates really started falling in 2020 that we've actually been not locking loans right away and letting rates float. And I'm really proud of the advice we gave people. Uh, we locked a lot of loans on Friday, um, which was kind of the best uh, mortgage rates we've seen in three to four months. Um, so the reason for that being that inflation continues to show signs that it is cooling. And if you followed us for any period of time, you know that mortgage rates are based off of inflation. They're not based off the Federal Reserve and what they do. Uh, they're correlated because the Federal Reserve, too, wants to tame inflation. That's why they keep raising their federal funds rate. Um, but mortgage rates are really based off inflation. And so we we believe that signs were out there, that inflation was cooling. So we continued to let loans float up until Friday. And we've locked in most of those now. Um, so, yeah, we're super excited about that. The, the next Federal Reserve meeting um, is on February 1st. Um, and the experts predict they will hike another quarter percent federal funds rate. Something to keep in mind is that is what most banks base, uh, it's what banks base their prime rate on, which is what HELOCs are tied to. So those folks out there with HELOCs um, are probably going to have their interest rate go up another quarter, February 1. Um, and then right now, the estimate is they'll do that again in March. Um, and so if if they do, then that HELOC rate will again go up four points. So, so hold on real quick. I mean, if you do the math right now, and Prime is currently at 7.5, sure. maybe going Somewhere to 7.75, who knows? It's, we've, we're chasing it. Um, cash out refis are at sub seven. Less than eight. Yeah. yeah. And so, and that would be a 30 year fixed rate versus something that can uh, consistently change. Um, we have a program through um, MBS Highway where we can look at a blended rate and see if it makes more sense for you to get rid of your HELOC at this time and just blend it into a, into a cash out refi or a refi. So yes, just reach out. Yeah. We're watching that really close. And then most projections say that the Fed is going to hold rates high throughout 2023 and maybe even 2024. So those hoping for HELOC rates to come down, right now it doesn't look that way. Um, another little more encouraging news is um, been reading the Wall Street Journal and a lot of the big money managers of the world, Goldman Sachs being one, um, those folks that manage money for some of the wealthiest people in the world are advising uh, what they call an overweight stance on bonds, meaning that you should own more bonds than you do stocks uh, for some of their clients. And that encouragement of bond buying and actually mortgage bonds were specifically mentioned in this article will help interest rates continue to come down. So we believe the most notable drop in rates that we'll see in the future is going to be around May the 10th. So circle that date on your calendar. There's an important inflation report com that comes out and takes the place of another inflation report uh, from the year prior. 
Um, and so that print will be super important to the direction of rates. We got some time to get there. Um, but I would also, you know, there's some action items to that, guys. Um, one is we could have a very busy back half of the year uh, because inventory has not grown the way that we thought it might with interest rates rising. And so when rates come back down, it's going to be off to the races again. Meaning, if you dig into that a little deeper, that this is, I believe, the best buyer's market I've seen in three years, and it is not here to stay. So uh, we need to be encouraging our buyers to go ahead and secure property now while they can secure the house. And then we'll look at refinancing when rates come down. If you wait till rates come down, it's just going to be too late. So that's where we are in the markets. Um, things overall look pretty good. We've seen a huge influx of leads mm -hmm. uh, this month. Yeah, crazy. So, um, yeah. Uh, that's that's usually in our world, it's a tidal wave, right? It starts with the lender and then that wave grows and comes back to you guys. So um, we feel really good about the beginning of your all's February coming up because it's building. Yep. I agree. Becky had a win recently, and I uh, want to let her talk about that for just a little bit. Thanks, Corey. Yeah, um, if those of you who work with us um, maybe will hear us say from time to time, well, like the guidelines, the guideline, there's no flexibility on that. Um, and the reason we say that is because um, Fairway underwrites just towards FHA, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, USDA, et cetera's guidelines, meaning we don't have anything um, called, we don't have any overlays, um, which means any extra guidelines. Um, and one thing to keep in mind is that not all lenders operate that way. Um, so there may be a loan that does fit FHA or conventional or USDA's guidelines, but your buyer might be, uh, they might be getting told that they don't qualify. Um, and recently I had someone come to us who had been told by a bank that she does not qualify for an FHA loan. Um, and she was given a really specific reason why, um, which made it easy for me to check with our underwriters because I was thinking, um, you know, that didn't sound like a deal breaker to me. Um, and doing some, uh, you know, research with our underwriters and um, some other lenders in the community, I learned that that bank just has a lot of extra guidelines that they tack on to whatever FHA's guidelines are. So we were able to approve it and we were able to turn it around um, in three weeks. Um, so everyone won in that case. And so um, we would just implore you, if you have a buyer who says, I was told I can't get an FHA loan, or a conventional loan for um, whatever reason, um, always recommend that they get a second opinion. Um, you know, lenders who do less business than Fairway, um, they are selling their loans to a limited number of investors, and those investors may um, have extra rules that they or, or guidelines that they want a loan to meet. Um, we are selling directly to the agencies, which means no extra rules, no extra guidelines um, on top of what the agencies themselves. Um, are writing in their guidelines. So this person came to us because she heard we have um, another program that we've talked about here before um, that's good for uh, people who don't quite meet conventional or FHA guidelines. And while we were able to offer that to her as well, um, the, right, the pricing was going to be worse. So we were able to give her two options, which is even better. So that was a huge win. Um, I was thrilled to get that one closed. Um, and to do it in such a timely manner. So 
Um, always, you know, get a second opinion if you're not getting the answer you want, right? Um, and for those buyers who might be a little marginal, um, the sooner we talk to them, the better. We can maybe get them a cash guarantee before they are under contract, um, like my buyer was. So um, always look for a second opinion. You know we've always got a plan B or a plan C if it turns out they really can't qualify for the program that they want anyway. So uh, yeah, like I said, thrilled to close that one. Um, I think everyone was really happy um, that she called us. Yeah, um, just to piggyback a little bit on that, um, in the past at least, and this may still be the case, I haven't heard of it in a while, but FHA specifically has something called a compare ratio. And they compare the performance, meaning the payment history, of loans from a certain lender up against the body of the rest of the loans they make. And if a lender gets in trouble, uh, say more loans proportionate of, of the ones they wrote did not perform, then FHA will impose additional restriction on that lender and make them be a little more careful um, in the loans they make. And then uh, once that happens to you once as a lender, you're kind of scared to go back. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, super, super proud of Becky for pulling that one together and really proud of our underwriting team for 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 not taking a quick no and, and making sure this person got the right loan for them. So awesome, Becky. Thank you so much. Sweet. Um, I am talking about action planning and talking of wins. Thanks for sharing your win with us, Becky. Um, so one way to win in your business right now as a realtor is to actually create a business action plan. And we did share our sheet of a list of sphere of influence for um, that back in December. So if you have had a chance to look through that and say, okay, where's my business coming from? Like, who are the people that I know? Who do I talk to on a regular basis? Take that list now and apply it to your past customers and think about where your business has come from and rank it from high return to low investment. And this kit, you could break it down into A, B, C, and D. So these are your clients, right? Like your, your past customers, people that you've either worked with, met, maybe they were a lead, maybe they were um, someone who you got them through to closing um, and just create a list for them. And think of a way that you can talk to them on a regular basis. Maybe it's picking up the phone and just checking in on them, seeing how their home is doing, asking them out to coffee. Um, and that might look different for your A-listers and your C-listers. So just basically staying in front of them and staying top of mind for them is going to help spread the word whenever they're talking to people about their other home buying experiences. And your name is going to be at the top of mind for them to share. Yeah. I mean, I think, so it's really about looking back at where your business came from mm -hmm. and there, there's always a select number of clients who are just really good at referring you for whatever mm -hmm. reason, mm -hmm. you know, I got a call the first week of January from a client I closed three years ago. And um, she was like, Hey, I've got a good friend who's in the market to buy a home. She's pre-approved, but she's not getting a lot of answers. And I'd feel better if she talked to you. And so you have these clients that you kind of bond and hit a, you know, form a relationship of trust with, and they want to take care of their friends too. And, and they're more than willing to refer you, find out who those people are and just make sure you're in front of them, you know, tell mm -hmm. them that you're grateful for the business they send you. Um, and I don't even think it has to be a sales call, just reconnect, take them to lunch, yeah. take them to coffee. Um, uh, but ranking that database, as Becca said, basically your, your top tier clients or your A's, your people that refer you multiple deals, two, three deals a year, 
your B's, people you connected with, they've sent you a referral here and there. Um, C's are kind of people that, ah, we did a deal, it was fine. And then D's are people like, mm, I'd rather never do a deal with them ever again. Well, and then I would also like to uh, challenge you to create um, kind of who do I want to be working with and have that also as a goal, the goal clients, right? Like who, who would I like to go after, whether it be oh, I heard that um, XYZ company is going to be relocating here. That's going to be someone I target. Uh, you don't necessarily need to know anybody there, but if you target somebody, you can start listening around you and try to pick up and find, you know, the seven ways to Kevin Bacon, right? Like, how do I get to uh, meet that target that I want to get new business from? And so I always think you need to have a stretch goal and a stretch target out there. And then you have your safe people that are always going to be feeding you the business. And I think that's a good recipe for growth. Agreed. I love it. Yeah. Um, well, so I also had um, something I just want to remind you guys that Fairway is a national footprint. Like we are in every single state. And we are a really big company with a lot of ballers out there um, as loan officers, which in turn work with a lot of baller realtors like you. And so as you're out there and you have a client, I just had this happen to one of my realtors. Uh, we've been working with a client and they pivoted. They're leaving our market in Knoxville and they're going somewhere else. And, you know, um, we were like, gosh, it would be hard for you to represent them in that different market. You don't know much about it. Um, and he was like, yeah, so, and I said, why don't you let me reach out to one of my fairway people and find out who their best realtor is based on your client's needs, you know, first time home buyer, a little bit worried, needs a lot of handholding. And I gave that information, um, to my fairway counterpart in that other market. And they gave me a great realtor in turn, took that realtor's name and information, gave it back to my realtor and they created the handoff and the referral. So that will be a deal that they are going to have that realtor keeping them in the loop, acting as the professional on the front side for their client, representing them in a really good manner, and they get paid on it. It's still their client. They get paid. So don't forget that we can help you if your clients go to a different market. We will help you find a realtor to refer that to if your company may not have a, you know, a footprint in that area. We can help you do that. We want you guys to maintain um, at least a paycheck, if not also that client for future business and their family. Um, also, just want to say, whoop, whoop, we're about to be licensed in Alabama. I don't know who wants to go to Gulf Shores. It's time. <laughs> Put on your flippers, your flippy floppies, and grab your baseball bats. We're going to Alabama. Um, also, uh, we're licensed in Florida, South Carolina, North Carolina, and all over Tennessee, even the little places. That's right. Yep. I love it. So um, that's all I really have to say. Autumn had some really good things happening in marketing. So I really want Autumn to speak to that. So yes, we've been having lots of fun lately, uh, working with some agents and trying to wrap our heads around how to help them jumpstart their social. It's, I think it's something that is on everyone's mind and top of mind and probably is on a lot of list of, you know, 2023 goals. Um, but some people just do not know where to start. So um, we're building out a process called Agent Social Jumpstart. And it's just that. It's it's helping our 
um, agent partners get started. Um, but also, I'm just kind of looking forward to having a lot of fun with our agents with this. I mean, we really encourage our agents to let their individual personality shine because after all, that's that's what's going to reach their clients and, and win their deals for them. So we encourage that, help them build that out and highlight that. And it's so much fun. And we get to see a different side of our agent partners and get to have fun making videos and, um, but all in the spirit of, of growth and helping them reach their goals for the year. So it's fun. And I'm excited about uh, this new program that will hopefully have lots of more information coming soon. I love that. And Autumn, the, the couple that you've worked with, their personalities just show through in their video. I think I think that you and Becca do a really good job of making people feel comfortable. And it's like, you don't have to, and really don't want to look like every other agent on social media. No. Mm -hmm. You just want to, you want to elevate your own personality, assuming you have a good one. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't have a good one, you probably shouldn't be on social. Uh, but, you know, elevating those individual personalities has been a lot of fun for me to watch. I know it's been a lot of work. I know Becca's worked really hard on it. Um, and so we're developing a process around it for, for our partners that we can um, kind of duplicate for those that are interested. Yeah, yeah. I will say and it's this. fun. It's just fun. We got to have fun. fun. I think as an agent, like you're like, okay, I'm going to get in front of the video. Today's the day. I'm going to get in front of the camera. And when you're by yourself, there's no one there to hype you up. So at least you're getting used <laughs> to being in front of the camera with a cheerleader and someone who's like able to direct you and tell you that you're doing a great job because I promise to do that. Um, but only if you are actually doing a great job, in which case I'll help you. <laughs> but it's it's just a really good way to um, actually jumpstart that, hence the name. I love it. Well, that's it. We are almost at 18 minutes. We're trying to get you out of here quickly. As a reminder, uh, we are working all the time, nights and weekends. So you can email ltwgroup at fairwaymc.com. Um, and an on-call loan officer is there to get us. So if I'm deep in the mountains somewhere with no cell service um, in absolute peaceful bliss, uh, we're still reachable. So somebody is manning the computer, somebody's manning the phone to make sure that your deals get taken care of that night. Um, and again, we appreciate you guys so much. You mean so much to us. Um, and uh, we want to promote your growth through this year. Uh, I think we got a good year ahead. And with that, I'll wrap up. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.